Hello, and welcome to episode 40 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I'm your co-host, Sarah. And I'm Heather. I'm Sharla. <laughs> and again, this is episode 40 of the Disney Park Princess podcast. I can't believe it. I know. 40 whole weeks, guys. That's a long time. That's a really long time. Yeah. So we're, we're, we're creeping up on a year, another couple of months, and we'll be, uh, have do, been doing this for a year now, which is a little nuts, but. Uh, Maybe like uh, a party or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We should. September well, 5th. We are having a party because we're giving away a prize today. That's right. We are. So yes, we had a Present. giveaway on our Instagram. We wanted to get to 500 followers um and the reason 500 is significant is that instagram has all these weird things that you can only do as a business once you reach 500 like swipe ups in your stories and all those kind of things and it was bothering me that we didn't have them (laughs) so so i thought and poor heather and charla had no idea i was doing this um so i thought hey let's do a giveaway and just sort of started it um i love it and uh, so we did it and we sent it out in our newsletter last week to our subscribers and uh, ta-da, we now have, I think we're at 503 or 504 at this point. So yay. And what we are doing is we are giving away a pair of a brand new tag still on them pair of rose gold Mickey ears. So Sharla, of course, Fancy. I was, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I, of course, was just like, well, we'll just scroll through the whatever and we'll put a finger down. And Charlotte was like, no, 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 there's a way I can absolutely make this way more technical. So <laughs> she always has to make things difficult. All right, Char- explain to the people. Fair, I think. So I co- I just copied and pasted everyone uh, that we have following us into a spreadsheet. You know, I love my spreadsheets. And now I have entered um between one and 503 in the random random.org random number generator and i'm going to hit generate and see what number i get all right so should we do all a drum right. roll drum roll yeah i don't think anyone um, can hear it but i'm doing so it. i got a number i'm going to go to my spreadsheet and look who this is and oh it's me okay thank you yeah. no I, I did take us all out i took us <laughs> out and I took uh, our spouses out and uh, uh, Ryan as well. Okay, not, my side, yeah. <laughs> um, so this is, it's the it's it's Elizabeth. I have a username with a bunch of um, underscores. So E underscore, W underscore, I, it goes on. So Elizabeth, uh, you won. So we will Yay! message you. Um, Congratulations. And um, I don't want to say her whole, her whole username just in case it's a little bit private. But um, anyway. Good, good job, Elizabeth. Congratulations. You have fancy ears now. You can match all of us. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we would love to see a photo of you in them. Yes. When you yeah. get them, please send us a photo. You can send it to info at DisneyParkPrincessPodcast.com. Or, of course, you can post it on Instagram and tag us at DisParkPrincess. So yeah. thank you to everybody who an- entered. Um, so much fun. So much fun. We're going to have to, as we go on our trips, we're going to have to pick up sort of things with giveaways in mind as we go forward because I love a giveaway. (laughs) It's fun to give presents. Yes. Uh, All right. So we are pre-recording this podcast uh, because Heather is going to be out of town next week. She's got a family wedding. um, And at the time when she, we normally would be recording this podcast, (laughs) we're going to be together. (laughs) That's the most important part of this whole trip is lunch with Sarah. That's right. Yes. So uh, she has to go from Jersey to Boston. And of course, I went, hey, guess what's in between Jersey and Boston? <laughs> Connecticut. Yes. So we're pre-recording and we're very sad that Charlotte's not going to be able to join us. 
We should I'm be not, not jealous. Not jealous at all. No, even though Copley's going to be there and yeah. her boyfriend. Not, not jealous or no, anything. Just saying. I just need you to get rid of the rain, please, before I go. I can't handle the rain. Oh, I, I hope it's leaving. Yes, it's it's raining here now. So hopefully it's getting it out, out of its system so that we can sit outside and uh, be by the it water and it'll be beautiful. raining by you guys, my family, for what, the last three or four days? Enough already. I can't. I it's bad enough, enough that there's humidity. I, I just can't do it anymore. <laughs> oh, yeah. Get ready for the humidity. <laughs> the struggle, the struggle is real. Yeah, the struggle is real. <laughs> All right, so let's get into the news for this week. We actually do have news because even though we just recorded our last podcast two days ago, a lot has happened since then. Um, we're going to... Yeah, typical of Disney. They wait until we hit send and <laughs> announce a bunch of stuff. Um, but the new one that just happened, just got announced today that I was really surprised by is that the Mandara Spa at Disney's Grand Californian out in Disneyland is closing permanently effective July 10th. So I did not know this until you said this to me, what, yeah. three minutes ago. And I'm like, I'm sorry, what? Because there just are no the only spa. Yeah, the it's only literally spa. called Disney's Grand Californian Resort and Spa. <laughs> I wonder if that means that they're going to, um, you know, take it over and yeah. do their own, like they're going to put in a senses. That's exactly what there. it means, in fact. Yeah. yeah, Disney has not said officially, but they have said that they are working on a new experience for that spot. So I would assume that it is going to be a Disney owned and run spot so yeah. sure it's i'm sure they're i'm sure their contract with mandara ran out and so now they want to do their yeah. own thing so yeah. i'm sure it'll be senses or i mean senses isn't even technically disney because you you know they're contracted by other people when, yeah i think it's run by steiner like the cruise ships yeah. yeah so anyway but that's anyway fine. i hope right. that a spot something. goes back in there yeah, yeah. I, I will be. I will be fine. I don't care what it is called, but I need a place to get a facial and a massage. I would think they would at least put a spa back in, and for no other reason than to not have to change like all of the signage, <laughs> marketing <laughs> that calls it the exactly. resort and spa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. So what else happened? Ooh, annual price increase. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Are we surprised? No. <laughs> Galaxy's Edge is opening in two yeah. months. We're never it's surprised by money. anything. Yeah, we're never surprised <laughs> by any price increase that ever takes place at Disney. Yeah. Um, the timing of it, though, was kind of amusing to me because they announced that annual pass holders, select annual pass holders, not even all annual pass holders, but select annual pass holders are going to be getting previews of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge before it opens in August. And then literally the next day they were like, and we're increasing the price of those annual passes yeah. by like, how bad do you want to go in early? Go. Exactly. Um, yep. So that happened. <laughs> so, you know, if you didn't renew your pass or you didn't get your pass, now it's more Yeah, or you were waiting. But... Yeah. Yep. Um, and ze like zero notice at all. Charlotte raises her waiting. hand like that. Yeah. We're waiting. Oh, no. It's, I wasn't so, waiting for Galaxy's Edge, but I have, um, I'm hoping to go this fall and I definitely have a trip next April. So <laughs> I was <laughs> hoping to kind of make the two of them together. So I was just waiting until I definitely have a trip planned for the fall. So I know exactly how long I can make November it last. November 13th but, would be a great well, date. That's what I'm hoping for, but we'll see. <laughs> Is that an official invite? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, I'll be in Florida. I'll be in Florida that week anyway. You know, it's not see, a very long like drive from Fort Lauderdale. Drive up, to, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's not good. that far. Um, all right. So uh, this is technically still a rumor, but not. Um, so you know that club level 
guests at Disney Resorts and Walt Disney World have the option to purchase fast passes that they can book 90 days in advance and you get extra fast passes, right? right? It's $50 per person per day. You have to purchase it for a minimum of three days and you get three additional fast passes and you get to book 90 days in advance. So since we are now 90 days in advance of booking Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, people have started noticing some changes in the fast pass tiers for Disney's Hollywood Studios. Yeah. This Charlotte, a, go for it. Um, well, first of all, there, unless things have changed, I don't believe any Galaxy's Edge attraction no. will have fast passes right now. Nope. Nope. Not at all. However, <laughs> the rest of the Disney's Hollywood Studios has been under the tier fast pass system for a while. Um, and now with the new changes, basically every attraction that you'd want to ride is a tier one, which means you can only get one of those. And then every, and then the shows like the little mermaid show <laughs> is a tier two. So yeah. it's going to be very interesting to see how people prioritize their fast passes. Um, yeah. The only ride that is still tier two is the old Star Wars ride, Star Tours. <laughs> yeah. That's literally yeah. the only ride. Everything else is a show. Yeah, which is, I think, interesting anyway, because you would think that that's going to go up in popularity as well when maybe since it's old, it won't. But I would still think it would go up in popularity with the new land opening. But I think they're banking on it. Uh, people walking right past it to get to the new stuff. Yeah. But I mean, so Rock and Roller Coaster, Tower of Terror. And um, uh, what's the other, right, um, Star Tours have been, um, I believe, Tier 1. And that's hard to choose from anyway. You know, Rock and Roller Coaster versus Tower of Terror is hard. But I don't like the tiers. I never have liked the tiers. But Yeah, you know. Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror were Tier 2. It was Slinky Dog Dash and Toy Story oh, Midway Mania that were Tier 1. Yeah. So previously, Tower of Terror and Rock and Roller Coaster were Tier 2. Okay. Um, so. Not anymore. Nope, they got bumped up. But they up. were tier one until Toy Story Land <laughs> Yeah, happened. years ago, yes. Yeah. And then Toy Story Land happened, and yeah, everything gets I shuffled. Just, <laughs> I just don't like the tiers. I mean, I understand because there are I some rides that are more popular, but I do not like it. Yeah. If you want if you want a good explanation of the tiers, um, which now we'll have to update. Because I already did. The, uh, already done. Okay. Already uh, done. <laughs> Sarah has a really good explanation on the blog um, about about it you can just search for fast pass plus tears and it's it's on there it's a good it's a really good explanation and it really helps but none of us are fans of it but you got to deal with it but we're got to deal with it out. it's the reality so, um yeah. but can we just say yet another reason to stay club level is to get access to those 90 day fat because eventually star wars will have fast pass i mean not probably for the first year that it's open but eventually it will and I mean, getting a fast pass plus for flights of passage now is still darn near impossible. And it's yeah. two years since it opened. Yeah. Um, so another perk for those club level guests. Yes, you pay for it, but it's, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But you're it's, only going to be able, as of right now, you can only pay for it if you're staying club level. And that's. And you get a happy hour with your club level. So, I mean, come on. I just just do it. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of that sort of wraps it up for our new section. But speaking of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge and how busy Disney World is going to be once it opens, that brings us to today's topic. <laughs> <laughs> today's topic is why now is a good time to visit Universal Orlando? <laughs> Okay, so this is a little taboo, right? Like yeah. All of our Disney fans, it's, we can't go over to the other parks. And I have to say, I used to, years and years ago, used to be one of them until I went. And now I love Universal. Yeah. 
Love yeah, it. Big Universal fan. Big. Huge. Disney will always hold my heart. But look, there are a lot of things that Universal does really well. Yeah. They have minions in Harry Potter, and those are quite possibly two of my favorite things on the planet. <laughs> so I just love Universal. <laughs> um, yeah, so Universal does some things, I believe, better than Disney. And speaking of the crazy fast pass system that they've got, Universal's Express Pass is a hundred times better than Disney's fast pass system. Of course, it also costs a hundred times more. <laughs> <laughs> Not if you're staying in one of their there you three go. properties that that include it. Yep. Um, so so wait, yeah. for, for our listeners, which hotels include free express pass? Uh, Lowe's Royal Pacific, uh, the Hard Rock Hotel and uh, Portofino Bay. Yes. Now, Universal has lots of hotels now. Like, not that long ago, those were the only three options for hotels. And in the past five years, like, I've been doing this job for 12 years, but really just in the past five years, Universal is putting hotels up so fast, I can't even keep track. I feel like every six months they have a new hotel. Like, wait a minute, I just saw the last one. Yeah. But it is only the three original hotels that you get the free express pass at. Everybody else has to pay for it. And it's not a set price. It varies based on when you're visiting and how busy the park is going to be that day. So the busier the park is going to be that day, the more expensive your Express Pass is going to be. So, yeah. So let me just explain a little bit about it because there's plenty more to talk about with Universal. But the Express Pass, you just have the pass and you just show up at the attraction anytime you want to ride. You don't have to make reservations. You don't have to do all of this stuff. Um, All you have to do is show up and go in the Express Pass queue. It is that simple. It has, you don't have to get up at 6 a.m. and, you know, decide what park you're going to be in and change all of that and everything. You just show up and you go. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. It's a, it's a real sort of front of the line pass. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And in most cases you go up really close to the front of the line before you have to join the regular queue. So it really does skip a lot of the line. So, yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about something else, speaking of lines, that I think Universal does better than Walt Disney World. It's going to be controversial, but I'm going to say it. Kid Swap. Mm-hmm. Oh, better. Yeah. Universal does better Kid Swap than Disney does. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the way it works at Universal is typically in most rides, not every single ride, but most rides, um, you go through the entire queue together, and then whoever is staying with the child that is not riding, they have a room right off the where the ride loads and unloads for you to wait. Mm-hmm. And then whoever's riding first rides and then again takes, you know, 12 steps off the ride, waits in the room. You don't have to go all the way out, come all the way back in, right. wait through the whole line again. It's so much smoother, so much faster, yeah. so much more efficient. It's crazy. Yeah, and they have a little. They have a little TV in there. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, they it's like mainly universal ads, like little blocks yeah. or whatever. Yeah, some for toys. To it's 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 so much better. <laughs> um, but you know, a lot of their rides are themed a little bit more teenager to adult than yes. the small kids. Now they have plenty of kids rides and kids sections, but I think that the reason it was necessary for them to do a better child swap is because they have a little bit of a mature audience for their rides. Yeah. And we should also point out that Universal is dealing with a much lower volume than Walt Mm -hmm. Disney World is. It 
probably would not be possible. Like Walt Disney World would need very large rooms to accommodate all of the families that were taking advantage of the child swap every day. Um, so it's, you know, it's, Universal can do that because they're not dealing with the same volume of people every single day in the Walt Disney World is. But I still think they need to work on the Walt Disney World system because it's not, <laughs> it's not, yeah. it, it, it not, not great. Convenient. It not great. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, but it's Universal. So Universal has two theme parks and one water park, which is more like a water theme park. And they've got now a Harry Potter section in both parks. Um, they have a Jurassic Park section that is getting expanded. They have, gosh, um, movies, um, the making of movies kind of uh, they have some NBC stuff since it's all NBC Universal so they've got really something for everybody it is not just Harry Potter I have a lot of clients who say I'm not interested in Harry Potter so I don't want to go to Universal but well that's not because it's, there's butterbeer there yeah butterbeer well, whether yeah. you're a fan of the books or <laughs> yeah. not is incredible yeah, you know, yeah but Universal is way more than Harry Potter and it existed before Harry Potter opened it was still a lot of fun before Harry Potter opened so even if you're not a fan of Harry Potter, though, they've got butterbeer, and who's not a fan of that? So, and butterbeer ice cream and butterbeer fudge. So, yeah, butterbeer fudge is incredible. I love it so much. And so <laughs> is the ice cream, but the fudge is the best thing on the planet. I can have exactly two bites before my blood sugar goes insane, but it's so <laughs> good. Oh, I love it. Frozen butterbeer is my favorite. Yeah. Yes, but in the winter, the hot butterbeer rivals the frozen. <laughs> oh, I haven't tried the hot one yet. So it is so days. good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think I like it a little too much, but yeah. it's fine. <laughs> the other thing that I still really appreciate about Universal Orlando, at least the main sort of section where the theme parks are and the three original hotels, is that it's so super walkable. <laughs> you know, so if you're staying yeah. at Royal Pacific or Portofino or Hard Rock Hotel, you can walk to the theme parks and it's not a long walk. It's I, from the furthest one, it's maybe 10, 15 minutes from Hard Rock. It's like a five to seven minute walk depending say, on like, your speed like from hard rock to the front of the parks is like half the distance from the contemporary to the magic kingdom yeah, I mean, it's, it's right there yeah it's yeah. so manageable and having city walk which is sort of their version of disney springs if you will be literally right outside the entrance to the park it's it's like Disneyland almost it reminds me more of Disneyland than Disney World and how close together everything is yeah yeah, it's it's really nice. And even the other the newer hotels that are a little bit farther away, their bus system or boat, if uh, you're at Sapphire Falls, there's a boat. Um, there's oh, a bus. The boat is so nice. The boat is amazing. That bus is really cute from Cabana Bay. It's themed all 60, 50, 60s. Um, and they are very, very efficient. Again, less volume of people, but I've never had to wait very long at all for mm. Um, a thing. So in addition to the theme parks, these hotels are, every one of them is absolutely incredible. And they'll say Cabana Bay is a value resort, but gosh, it feels <laughs> really, it's, it's really nice. Like they have a lazy river. What value resort do you know that has a lazy river? It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. And can, bowling we, alley? can yeah. we talk about uh, Universal's answer to building new hotels? Because it cracks me up the difference between Walt Disney World and Universal. Walt Disney World is like, we're going to build new hotels and we're going to start them at over $600 a night. And Universal uh -huh. is like, watch this. We're going to build new <laughs> hotels and they're going to start 
under a hundred dollars a night. Yeah. So you know that we love a luxury hotel. That doesn't mean that we do not also appreciate saving money and getting to stay in super cute accommodations. So I am here for an adorable hotel that starts under $100 a night. For example, Surfside Inn and Suites. Two actually separate resorts. It's like Dockside and Beachside or something like that is, is the way they've divided it out, um, are opening later this year. And price point rooms start under $100 a night. So that's fantastic. And then Aventura, which is the newest hotel that just opened when earlier this year, I think. Yeah. Um, also very reasonable under $200 a night is the starting price point. Um, so, you know, kudos to universal for making it more affordable and accessible for families. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really, again, nice rooms. They even have most of their rooms will sleep five people even without the suite, which is again, something that Disney does not do. Well, they, they will they have a roll away. Yeah. They, yeah. So they don't have the bedding for the fifth person, right. but they allow the fifth person. Right. Um, which, which Disney is does a not. Bit different. Yeah. Um, but they, and they do charge you for the roll away, which is fine. I understand that too. Yep. I think it's 25 but, a night, right? Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it's, so it works a little bit differently, but I, you know, I, I have never had an experience at the Universal Hotels. I've stayed at all of them that are, currently out I guess except for Aventura I have not I have not stated that one but I've had a great experience at every single one of them so yeah I love the Universal Hotels I love Hard Rock I think Portofino is my favorite but Hard Rock and and Sapphire Falls I love and also at Hard Rock Cafe or Hard Rock Cafe Hard Rock Hotel they do so they have really cute things that I think most people don't know about but like they take your room key at the end of your stay and they can turn it into a guitar pick also you can rent a guitar and keep it in your room like you can have a Les Paul in your your hotel room no big deal um and then they do concerts in the lobby sometimes too so I think that's really cool yeah and another thing Universal does Disney doesn't allow pool hopping people universal allows you to pool hop so if you are staying at portofino bay but your teenagers really want to check out the very cool pool at hard rock hotel you can do that yep Mm -hmm. what a concept now again i'm not saying that Walt disney world should do this because again we're dealing with two different sort of volume issues right universal has a lot less guests that are going to be taking advantage of this than Walt disney world would because you know that every single person at all-star resorts would be trying to get into the beach club (laughs) so Disney can't allow that, and we understand why, but it is a really nice perk that Universal does allow. Yeah, yeah. Um, but let's let's talk about their rides a little bit and some of the different attractions that we love over there versus um, maybe their equivalent at Disney. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't, some of them would not have an equivalent. Like the Rip Ride Rocket doesn't – I guess uh, Rock and Roller Coaster would be the most equivalent type thing because there's music playing and all of that. But it's an outdoor coaster, not an indoor mm-hmm. coaster. And you can choose your own music. You don't have to listen to Aerosmith, although why wouldn't you choose Aerosmith? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm not even sure if they have that, to be honest. But, you know, it's a it's just a really fun attraction because you can play your own. You can, It can be different every time because you can play um, your different music every time. I went on that ride once. The slew of obscenities that came out of my mouth. I love, <laughs> love a roller coaster. That thing terrified me. I thought I was going to die. So yeah. if you have teenagers who are like really like who love to go to a Six Flags and ride the biggest roller coaster, they're going to love this. I like a roller coaster. I will never go on that again. It was terrifying. I'm- 
I love terrible. roller coaster and I'll ride almost anything and I haven't ridden it. <laughs> I'm too I literally I got in and I'm like, okay, all right, I can do this. And I get into this seat and I we start going and then you go you're literally you're flipped on your, on your back and you're going straight up. And I looked at the person who I was riding with who made me ride and I go, I hate you. <laughs> for the next two minutes, not only curses came out of my mouth. It's terrifying. I'm sticking with my decision to stay on the ground yeah. for that one. So. Do not it's, ride that one. <laughs> so it, it, I will say that it is fun after you get past that first terrifying hill, but you got to get past the first. And it's not the hill going down that bother that's bothersome. It's laying on your back going yeah, up. Trip up. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. yeah. The the yeah. the fact that you get to pick your own playlist did not soothe me at all. I did not listen to it at all. <laughs> That's funny. You couldn't hear it over the sound of you screaming and swearing. I hope there were no children on that that ride yeah. with me. Uh, that's funny. Um, so another uh, another really great coaster that they have is the Incredible Hulk coaster um, over at Islands of Adventure. So that's a really good one. Um, I would, now, have you ridden it since they redid it? Because the, the last time I rode it was before they redid it. And it was, I, I like it. But my head like bobbles back and forth between the head card and it made me a little crazy. So I like it. I would do it again. But I've heard it's smoother now. So that's what I have. I want to try well. it again. Yeah. Um, I've, I've written it many times. And tor- like the last time I wrote it, I was like, oh, they need to redo this. And now they have redone it. Oh, good. Okay. So I, I have not written it since then, though. Okay. Excellent. Um, and then let's see. As far as other coasters. Now, the brand new. This is kind of what inspired us to to talk about this today the brand new coaster slash dark ride um ride that just opened is hagrid's uh flying motorbike yep. adventure H- hagrid's magical motorbike adventure i think it's yes. called right? i want to uh, go on this so bad but there's like 95 hour wait so good yes there have been incredibly long like galaxy's edge or um yeah it was 10 hours on opening day yeah level <laughs> weights yeah for this, but from what we have heard, it seems absolutely incredible, and I cannot wait to ride this. I, I'm really excited about yeah. it. I really want to ride, but you can see it's another one of these rides where you have to ride it twice because you have the option to ride on the motorcycle or in the little sidecar. Sidecar, oh. sidecar. I oh. want to do both. I know. I want to do both. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Plus, I, really... I think it would be a really funny photo op with one of you two on the motorbike and me like crammed into the tiny side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like Hagrid trying to fit into the sidecar yeah I want to get Copley little like aviator cap and goggles (laughs) and and put him in the sidecar even though they wouldn't let him ride I just think it would be you could put him in the one in there's probably a diagon alley there's a there's a there's that little sidecar in diagon alley that you could put him in it has nothing to do with the ride it's just right next to you know the the Gringotts Bank you could do that you have to do that I have to get him aviator cap and goggles if anybody knows where to find little dog Aviator Carla can make them. Who are you kidding? Please send me an email. <laughs> Charla, now you know what you're This is not his Halloween costume. I've we've already no, she already him. has that. Mm-hmm. All right. It's not made. It is planned. All right. It, it gets made at like starting October 15th, but we have it planned. Yeah. Let's talk about the food at Universal. Because this is another area where I don't think that they necessarily do it better than Disney because I think Disney has made a real effort to improve their food recently over the past few years. But 
I will say there is far less need for advanced dining reservations at Universal, and I really appreciate that. Yeah, there's almost no need for advanced dining reservations. In fact, if you are staying at one of their hotels, I believe you can just walk up and say, I'm staying here, show them your room card, and they will just seat you right away. Well, you get priority seating. Right, with the addition of the new hotels, too, that that may have changed, but um, you get priority seating, which I think is great. Mm -hmm. Um, but they don't have as many sit down restaurants, but they have tons of counter service, uh, options that are all very, very good. Yeah. At least the ones I've eaten at are very, very good. I love cowfish. I love cowfish Cowfish at Universal Studio City Walk. Oh my gosh. It's so delicious. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what cowfish is, the story- It's so good. The story goes, it was a restaurant in North Carolina. Well, it was two restaurants. It was a sushi place and a burger place. And they were right next door to each other. And what they discovered was that people were like families who like, you know, the kids wanted sushi and mom and dad wanted a burger or vice versa. They were sneaking sort of takeout containers from one into the other (laughs) restaurant. And they finally decided, well, you know what? Let's just turn it into one restaurant. And hence Cowfish was born. Cow burgers, fish, Mm. sushi. And so they have amazing sort of mashup items like burger sushi and sushi burgers and an amazing crab rangoon dip that I have every single time I go there. And oh my God, it is just <laughs> my favorite. They have little bento boxes, but it's yes. half sushi and half little sliders. It's so good. So <laughs> good. Um, I also really like Antojitos, which is the Mexican place mm-hmm. in City Walks. So yummy. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say Disney, I think Disney hands down does food better. I'm they a do. foodie. They Disney. Do. Always, 100%, even their counter service. I think Universal is lacking in a lot of places in their food, but Cowfish and Antojitos are two of my favorite, and the kitchen at the Hard Rock Hotel. Oh my goodness, is this a fantastic restaurant, whether you are going for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. They have a breakfast buffet that is out of this world. They have a standard menu, too. They have a Bloody Mary. I do not drink Bloody Marys. But if I did, this Bloody Mary bar, I mean, they have like 95 different combinations of juices and, and add-ins and mix-ins. And I've, I've never seen anything like it. It's, it's amazing. The yeah, food is excellent. Yeah. Um, one thing that Universal has also, they do have a dining plan, but it is not nearly as good, I don't believe, as Disney's dining plan as far as what's no. included in it. However, one thing that you, that Universal does is they will sell you a souvenir cup that you can walk around the parks and you can get the freestyle refill. Um, so for somebody like me who loves my Diet Coke, I can get that cup and it is way cheaper to carry around that cup all day than to buy several of them. Um, it's a little bit like the Disney Resort refillable mugs, but you get to use it in the park, which I think is something that Disney really needs to do <laughs> mm-hmm. is yeah. have something like that in their parks. Um, so that's... Yeah. And I will say, while I'm not a huge fan of the Universal Dining Plan because it is primarily for use in the parks and the parks are open much more uh-huh. limited hours than Disney's are. So, you know, and, and there's much less... I do like that you can purchase it not for everybody in your party. So if you have teenagers and you want to make sure that their meals are covered, you can buy it just for your teenager. So you don't have to get it for everybody as opposed to Disney where everybody in the room has to have the same package. I also love that you can buy it for any number of days that you want. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be Mm -hmm. the length of your stay. Yep. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. So it's just kind of a nice, it's, that's kind of a really nice perk if you're, if you're going to get it. And you can also 
add a universal gift card to your universal package. And if you book a room and tickets, you can add a universal gift card or add four of them. If you have a four teenagers that you want to give some money to for souvenirs. And tell them to get lost. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mom of a teenager can, here. <laughs> um, but you can, you know, you can add that to you, the cost of your package. So you can not just have to shell out all that money at once. Yeah, you can make you can payments prepay for all it. that. Yeah. yeah. I just kind of like that idea. Yeah. And yeah. anything that has your teenager asking you for money less often is a fantastic thing <laughs> in my mind because that is my whole life yeah. right now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing that uh, Universal, I'm sorry, that Disney does better than Universal is kids' rides. Um, a lot of the Universal rides, even ones technically for kids, have a height requirement. Like the Cat in the Hat ride over in the Dr. Seuss land has a height requirement. It's not very big, but I remember the first time we went, my daughter was not tall enough to ride it. And it's just a little dark ride, but it spins and stuff. So that's why they have that. But Yeah. Um, but I some mean, of but the but other it's, stuff. It's basically the same as Winnie the Pooh at Magical Kingdom. At Magic Kingdom. Yeah. It does not yeah. have a height requirement. So, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, so Disney d definitely does smaller children attractions and rides and stuff better. But Universal is not going for that, per se. Yeah. They're yeah. unapologetic about advertising. I mean, they know that Disney owns the young kids market. Like, they're not even trying. <laughs> they, yeah. they, they, they're unapologetic at, and they even had a whole marketing campaign that was something about, like, when your kids outgrow fairy tales. Yeah. Uh -huh. It was be here. brilliant. It was a <laughs> well, great campaign. Yeah, yeah, it was fantastic. They, they, you know, they're not sorry for it. They are looking for your tweens and teenagers. That's who they are looking for. Yeah, but um, they do I, have. Go ahead. Sorry. Go no, ahead. go ahead. Go, go, go. They do have characters and things like that that you can meet. Um, I've met Curious George, Shrek, Donkey. The minions. Uh, the minions. Yeah. They, so they do have characters that you can meet. Oh, the Lorax and mm -hmm. um, Sam I Am and things like that. The all Transformers. There. Yes. Oh, they're scary. The Transformers yeah. character meet and greet. Probably my favorite character meet and greet. Like pretty cool. Ever. Disney yeah. or Universal. Yeah. They're amazing. <laughs> um, so, they, so they've definitely got plenty of options for everybody to meet. And, you know, I, I love a character beat, uh, no matter who it is really. And I just, I just find them a lot of fun. I met Betty Boop one time. <laughs> most, most people don't necessarily know who Betty Boop is anymore, but she was there. It's just there. And they're always so fun and definitely on par with the Disney character meet and greet as far as, you know, the character interaction and all the stuff that they do. Betty Boop was 100% in character and really amazing. So I like, they it. have like all the old universal monsters too. So you'll see mm -hmm. Frankenstein, Dracula's out there. They have, sometimes will have Beetlejuice. So, I mean, and, and it's not Disney. So Beetlejuice can go there and he gets a little raunchy and a little crazy. So it, it's fun. Well, and yeah. that's a good point actually, because under the heading of we're not trying to be Disney, some of the jokes, some of the characters, some of the things are a little more adult than you're used to <laughs> if yeah. you are a big Disney fan. So be prepared. Um, there is a special effects horror show that is so fantastic. Funny. So funny. But some of the jokes are a little. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That horror, that horror show is that horror show is one of my most favorite things ever. And yeah. It's it's not horror. It's it's a comedy show, but they talk about horror makeup. So yeah, it is a little. It's it's a little scary in parts. <laughs> it's a little, you know, yeah. like it's yeah. It's fun. I don't know if for they have it. Do they have like it? Me. 
Do they have it out there at, I don't know if they have it at the Florida one, but the one here in Hollywood, they have the animal actors show. Yes, oh my gosh, I think they it do. is the yeah. cutest show. Everybody should take time out to go see it because these, they have, you know, rabbits, rats, dogs, mm-hmm. cats, every kind of bird, like doing, like showing how they train these animals to perform in the movies. And it's, it's mind blowing. It's so much fun. And they're so yeah. cute. Yeah. Yeah. It's really good. So as you can see, we love Universal. All right, Heather, go ahead. One more. We got to wrap Sorry, up. Sorry, I just have one thing really quick that we didn't touch on, it, which is um, the Volcano Bay water park. Oh, um, yes. So this is, Universal counts this as their third theme park. And I think most people would be like, no, oh, it's a water park. I don't go to water parks. It is very much a theme park. So yes, there are water rides and there is a wave pool. But my personal favorite is you can rent cabanas for the day. They have two-story cabanas too so for families that want to kind of spread out a little bit. Um, the food there was fantastic. Fantastic. Probably hands down some of the best theme park food I have had in a very long time. Like I, not just burgers, I'm talking like chicken curry, um, you know, different kinds of like they had a great mahi mahi, wow. things like that. Um, but there's they have something called tapu tapu, which is kind of what we think of as magic bands, but throughout it not only controls your wait time so you can come back to the rides, but there's special things that happen all around the parks if you just touch your little tapu tapu band to it. So I think Anybody who has seen Volcano Bay, I wouldn't shy away from it just because, oh, it's a water park. It is so much more. And I had the best time there. Awesome. So as you can see, we uh, we are Disney fans at heart, but we also have a lot of love for Universal. So once Star Wars Galaxy's Edge opens and it is really wall to wall people. And as Heather puts it, all of humanity (laughs) is at Disney World. You know, we're just suggesting that maybe it's time to check out Universal Orlando for a couple of days. Even if you, and all right, one more thing, and then we're done, I swear. Um, <laughs> Universal accepts that if you're going to Orlando, you're probably headed to Walt Disney World, and they make it really easy to get from one to the other. They even offer transfers. They'll come and get you at Walt Disney yeah. World, whether it's just for the day or whether it's for your whole stay. They'll come and pick you up at your Disney hotel, bring you to Universal, and then bring you to the airport. They're called Take-Two Transfers, and they're mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. So, uh, if you want to do a split stay between Walt Disney World and Universal, it's totally doable. So. Yeah, yeah, very simple. And and it's, you know, great luggage service, too. It's not just calling a cab. It's the whole, they will move your bags and all that stuff yeah. for you. So. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, whereas Disney World would like to pretend that Universal doesn't exist and nope, nothing to see here, just in the Disney bubble. Universal acknowledges, like, they're there. We're not going to pretend they're not there. We're not going to pretend that our guests don't visit Disney too. We know that they do. We're going to make it as easy as possible for them. And I appreciate that. So Yeah, and whether you go... To Universal first or Disney first doesn't matter. They will take you either yep. way. Either way, pick you yep. up from the airport, take you to Disney, or vice versa. So it doesn't exactly. matter. Exactly. So right. bottom line is, just go get yourselves butter beer, and your life will be better for it. <laughs> there you go. Love it. <laughs> All right. Thanks so much for joining us on episode forty of the Disney Park Princess podcast. We'll be back next week. In the meantime, you can follow us on our website, DisneyParkPrincess.com. Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. Uh, And if you are a Patreon supporter, we're going to record a little extra for you, a little Universal-themed extra. Um, So stay tuned for that. Thanks so much, and we'll talk to you next week. 